I'm Chief Cheryl Victorian. This is Waco PD on the beat. Whether it's crime or just getting to know the Waco Police Department, we're here to talk about things that matter most to you. Hello Waco and welcome to Waco PD on the beat. I'm Sierra Shipley, your public information officer for the Waco Police Department. And I'm Officer A.J. Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator for McLennan County. And it's the end of the month, so we have got our Crime Stats episode, and we have got Sergeant Philip Zaboral here with us with the Burglary and Auto Theft Unit. I got that right. You got it right. Thank I you. got it I right. And we are actually, well, I have to say, we've had you on a few times in this episode, or in this series, and you kind of brought yourself he came to me and he said, hey, we've got a problem with these situations. And I said, I got a podcast I got to record. So let's yeah. talk about it there. Well, I, we should clear things up. I am the first person you've had on this. But you are the very first, you were yes. our very yes. first episode. It's yes. the only time I've been on. So has been There several. was one other time that we did the... Oh, you did some kind of blurb, didn't you? Yes, it was a little thing we did in your office. It was very short because That's we right. mashed everyone up. The Crime Prevention Summit. That's right, yes. when you came on. Yes. It was a little... I gave an excellent class, by the way. You did. You did. Nice. It was very good. Yes. Um, we just hope more people would... It had pictures, had, too. Had, ...had come to those classes. Exactly. They were awesome. Yes. But anyway, we are here to talk about bank jugging and theft of a trailer, trailer thefts. Um, first, I want to get into bank jugging, yes. and it's not juggling. Correct. There, there are no clowns. There's no clowns involved. Well, technically, the, the bad guys are a bunch of clowns, but uh, they're not made up to look like clowns. Now, if you think about it, though, if people were dressed up as clowns committing crimes, do you know how much fear oh, yes. some people would actually oh, have? Yes. And people are scared of clowns. Exactly. Yes, yes. Yeah, but there's no clowns involved Yeah, no. with this one. So bank jugging. Uh, I've never yes. actually heard that word before, yes. except for a few weeks ago. It really? Yeah. Yes. Well, welcome to Bad Guy 101. Man. Exactly, yes. I feel like that's Good Guy 101, though, because we come up with these terms to describe their behaviors. Yeah. I don't and, think they would And I've never seen jugging. any jugs in here. Well, I guess if it's like, uh, you know, catfishing and stuff, you're using jugs out there for sure. your you know, lines yeah. and whatnot. So I, I guess that, man, I, I don't know who came up with this stuff. But, but we yeah, use it. it. We do. Yes. I, I just educated our recruit class that just graduated on what a Sam Brown is. Do you know what a Sam Brown is? Don't think so, no. Excellent. So. For the next the podcast. Oh, what'd you say? Cliffhanger. Like the, the belt. gun belt. Yes. Okay. It, that's your gun oh, belt. That's what okay. we called it back in the day. Yes. Yes. Interesting. So, yes. All right. There was no cliffhanger. We got that out yeah, of the no, way. Right. AJ, AJ's on top of it. I appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't that. know if this was going to be a, a learning like, opportunity for me or if you were talking about the belt. So. Uh, no, no. This is just. just General information yeah. on how things get named. <laughs> but it yeah. is a learning opportunity about... Jugging. Jugging. Yes. Of banks. Which is, Bank jugging. Which is very serious. Which is what? So uh, your bad guy is going to watch the good guy go into a bank. Uh, they target a specific bank while they're there. And the good guy will go inside, make a withdrawal of cash money, come out. The bad guy then follows the good guy in their car until they get to their next destination once they exit their vehicle, go into that establishment, whether it's a business, convenience store, school, whatever, the bad guy will immediately go behind their car, break into it, and steal that cash and take off. And they'll keep doing it over and over and over again. Wow. Yes, very difficult to solve um, unless there's cameras up there or witnesses, uh, but it's very preventable. Right, absolutely. And has this always been a problem, or when did you start seeing the uptick here in Waco? So it's... It's been an off-and-on problem at Waco ooh, for a few years now. 
um, the bad guys are graduating and moving out from the Houston area and coming up here and spreading their knowledge, hate and discontent for ah. the good average citizen <laughs> and um, have taught the other bad guys around here, apparently, because uh, we're seeing uh, we've seen in the past month or so uh, an uptick in these. Uh, we had uh, four oh, from the span of last Thursday through Saturday. Uh, which doesn't sound no. like a large number, but... That's more than one a day. But frequent it's, yes. in that sort of time. And one of them led into a vehicle pursuit. Um, unfortunately, the bad guys got away that day, but we were able to get their vehicle, impound it, and we've got some IDs on the bad guys, and we're following up on that as quickly as possible. So, yeah, it's... It, We've seen bad guys as far as Houston come up here. Mm-hmm. I was actually contacted. So last year, uh, we worked with uh, some Houston officers on an operation out here. We ended up catching two bad guys uh, in the act. Um, DPS uh, tag unit, which is their um, Texas anti-gang unit. Uh, troopers were helping us out. Great bunch of dudes. And um, we were able to put them in jail. And the very next day, I got a call from an FBI, FBI agent out of Connecticut. Oh, I didn't wow. know about this guy because he had gone all the way up into there. I mean, from Houston to Connecticut, that's a good little drive. You yeah, know. it is. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a far-reaching it, bunch of gangs, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so maybe I should turn this over to our tag unit. Let them start working. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Got, you guys have a lot of cases on your hands. We, we do. Uh, Waco's a busy town, and we're growing a population. Uh, we've got Magnolia here, and we've got you know Amazon moving in, and man, the Californians are moving to Texas. Uh, so plenty, well, plenty of opportunities. So. Right, right. Well, it sounds like that it might not be just a Waco issue. It sounds no. like that this is something that ha- is happening all over the state and Oh, yeah. It, 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 yes, it, this is a national thing. Uh, it's not in the spotlight because, you know, it's not really glamorized. But when you go to your bank to make a withdrawal for, hey, I'm going to buy a, my first bass boat ever because oh. Texans love to bass fish. Yeah. And you withdraw $25,000 in cash because that's all the person wants. They won't only want mm-hmm. cash. And then you go into the convenience store to get you some chocolate milk and you leave that envelope with twenty five grand in your car and you walk out five minutes later and your window's broken and the money's gone. You're yeah. like, ugh. Little do you know that someone's been following you and Correct. waiting for you to get out of the car because I guess if I was going to be going to the bank, maybe I wouldn't, well, I mean... I'd hope that I noticed that. And we'll talk about things to look out for here in just a second. But, yeah, you don't really, if, if you've got multiple stops, you're not necessarily going to be carrying that envelope in your pocket the whole time. Probably assume it's safer in the car because it's locked or... Yes, and it's not. Nothing is safe in your car. Uh, it's amazing how quickly bad guys can get in and get out and find everything of value. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give them this. If they would use their... Forces of evil for good, we'd be living on the moon, working our way to Mars, and cancer would be cured. <laughs> How exciting. Yes. Let's work on that. Because criminals, are they're not stupid people. No, they're really smart. It's just they how they're as applying as themselves. Exactly. And, but they do get caught because they make mistakes. That's true. And we, we try to hone our investigative skills and our policing skills to mm-hmm. thwart that crime. And they all get caught at some point. Yes, they do. So you spoke a little bit about kind of what their MO is, but how exactly are they really committing these crimes are they waiting outside the bank for a period of time or yes that's that's what alarms me the most um we've we've notified some area bank managers where they 
predominantly go to those certain banks and let them know, hey, your victims, your customers are, are getting victimized here and your bad guys are parking in your parking lots. They'll back into a parking spot and just watch the people coming and going, coming and going. And they developed a very good eye on, because it's all probability. Right. Like, how do you know if someone, how do you know how much is in that envelope, really? Exactly. Yeah. You don't. That's all I was about to Let's ask. not walk out with an envelope to begin with. It's mm-hmm. tuck it in our uh, pants pocket or put it in our purse. Or If you can even avoid using cash, if you can cashier's check, if you can transfer funds to somebody in electronically, you know, but I know people want to withdraw cash for whatever reason. Um, let's not flash it around. Let's be very subtle about it. And um, uh, once you leave the bank, Start looking around. Look before you even go in there. Who's parked around me? Mm-hmm. Why is that dude or lady? Because we've we've got both now. There's men and women are doing this, and in pairs. It's ninety percent of the time they're in pairs. Right. Probably even higher than that. Um, and we can explain that later as why. Um, but if you see these people sitting in the car, why are they sitting in the car? What's their purpose? Are they filling out a transaction slip for the bank? I could see that. Nice air conditioning. You know get out and do that but if they're still in there when you're leaving the bank and you've been in there for a period of time that should kind of heighten those spidey senses a little bit um and then just be aware you're going don't you're getting that money for a purpose get it to wherever it needs to get Mm -hmm. don't stop off and you know go shopping for whatever over here and go to the convenience store for that or go do this, go do that. Cause that's, they're falling into each destination looking for a good opportunity to break in your car and steal your stuff. We in Waco, let me see. I, I talked to one of my detectives and uh, normally they just break into your car, commit a burglary of a motor vehicle, mm-hmm. steal that money. Um, but my buddy was telling me one of my detectives that, um, in some of the more populated cities, the juggers actually went as far as uh, robbing the person of their. S- yeah, so I was going to say pulling out had, a gun or mm-hmm. strong arm robbery or something to that effect, and taking it. And and we don't want to put anybody at that risk. Right. So we haven't so had any instances like that here in Waco. No, not in Waco. Okay. Luckily, knock on wood. But it sounds like this is a new thing that has kind of spread to Waco, and it may escalate. Correct. It, it, it has so. that opportunity, um, especially if you know, hey, we're. The bad guys would just look in the classifieds. Do they even have papers anymore? I'm, I'm from the paper world. I don't there look. There are, but they're much, much thinner now. They're yeah. few, fewer pages. Okay. Mm-hmm. If they got online or even drove around and saw, oh, hey, now hiring, now hiring. I, I don't get the or whole. Or go out to eat. Every restaurant I've been to in the last, like, two months. Oh, longer than that. People. Since since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People are looking for, and not just they're everywhere. Hey, we got to close early because we don't have staffing. Hey, bad guys, there's your opportunity to get you a good J-O-B. A lot of them have benefits too. Yes, exactly. Crime doesn't have benefits. No, uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, consider jail a benefit. Y- it is. You you'll get fed That's there true. on our dime. Yes, in medical services, and they have ramen there, and dental. Yes. Okay. So yes, exactly. But yeah, nice. Yes, it they. Uh, so the most important thing is to be aware of your surroundings. Right. Uh, do you see the bad guy following? Do you see somebody that's, why, how come I, when I pulled in here, because we've had two incidents here in Waco recently, within the past three weeks, where our victims 
saw something sus- suspicious. They didn't call us or call anybody else. They just kind of, hmm, this seems suspicious. Mm-hmm. So they drove around the parking lot of the establishment they were going to, continued to see those people, parked where they thought it would be safe. Luckily, both of them brought the money with them into that establishment. Their car yeah. got broken into. Mm-hmm. Nothing was of value was taken out of the first one. However, the most recent one, they took a gun out of their car. Mm. So we do not want to leave guns in our cars. Right. Because if the gun is in your car and you're out of the car, what good is the gun to you? Right. Hidden or otherwise. Correct. They will and find it. Correct. Even the little lock boxes, a lot of those are easy to just pry out. So Correct. And the whole point of having a gun is for self-defense. I believe everybody should be able to defend themselves when you have a knucklehead trying to steal money from you or whatever they're going to do to you. And that gun is going to do no good if it's mm-hmm. in your car. And you're now I know there are establishments that will not allow you to carry inside those establishments. So you got to be mindful of that. Or your, some of your places of employment don't want you carrying it in there. I get that. This year, we are partnering with Ascension Providence Medical Mission at Home to have one massive day of giving back to you. Back to School Bash and Medical Mission at Home will be hosted at the base at Extra Co Events Center on August 13th from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. We'll once again be giving away free backpacks and school supplies for K-12 graders. And along with that, Ascension Providence is going to be providing free medical services. So we hope to see you there. Just just be a little bit more, like, like you said, aware of your surrounings and don't leave valu- valuables in your your car because exactly it's going to get taken and uh, so people should be calling this in then and if you see something, something say something exactly right you, you can say here with crime stoppers anonymously if you see something like if you you were talking about the people that thought they parked in a safe spot and yeah they noticed it yeah uh so. call 911 say hey i believe these people are following me i just left a bank dude that's gonna so since we've seen the uptick and um, we were doing some surveillance the other day, we actually followed a pair of bank jugglers around to different banks the other day. We thwarted a couple of them, uh, and then uh, they saw us see them, so they knew the you know they were caught. So they started heading out of town. And long story short, we made contact with them at their request. <laughs> uh, well, they stopped, got out of their car, and were holding their <laughs> arms up like, uh, "Why are you following us?" <laughs> well. Glad you asked. So um, I just wish the the in, the bank institutions would pay a little more attention to their parking lots. Who's hanging outside there? Um, because twice that we were sitting there in two different banks, three different scenarios, they sat in the parking lots for a very long time. Right, right. It takes everyone, you yes. know, we understand the employees in, in the banks are busy, but even the customers coming in and out, or if you just look out the window every now and then, and you notice there's a, that same car still there, just, just call us to say, hey, suspicious person. That's mm-hmm. all it's got to be. Suspicious person, suspicious vehicle. We come out and check on those all yes. the time. It, and our patrol guys have really learned a lot over the past Oh, several weeks now for sure, but over the past oh, six months to a year that we've seen bank juggling come into Waco and be a little more prominent, uh, they're on top of it. Those guys were, uh, one of our commanders was looking out for that vehicle, and there it was, and boom. But the bad guy was driving like an idiot. He didn't want to endanger anybody, so they canceled that pursuit. Good call. We got the car the very next day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and we're able to follow up on leads from there. Turns out that car was stolen. Imagine oh. that. Which, hey, kind of falls into my other... That's right. <laughs> yes. That's right. Well, before we wrap it up there, maybe yeah. one more yes. question. I just had a question. 
way long ago, you said something about they're not even going in the bank. So they're just sitting in the car in the parking lot. Correct. They're, they're so they don't, they're just really good at guessing who's getting money. Yes. And, and they're seeing the envelope and that kind of thing. They target, they, they have their own specific, based on their training and experience, just like police officers, they're able to kind of like Vegas. They know the odds. Mm-hmm. Hey, this demographic of person is going in at this time of day and coming out. Oh, hey, they happen to have a bank envelope. We see that. It's obvious. We're going to see. I mean, we've seen as little as $750, but we've seen up to 25 Well, seven grand where they got the gun, but not the money because the guy brought the, the cash in. And twenty-five grand that they've gotten. Wow. Gosh. Yes. I don't even know how thick that envelope would be. I don't yeah. even have that kind of money. Yeah. Um, Multiple envelopes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> hey, I got a brick here. And, yeah. you know. That's if where you, you talk to If you have five envelopes, don't walk yes. out with them. <laughs> and, and they know what they're doing. They know what they're looking for, looking at whether it whether it's uh, employees depositing money or, hey, maybe somebody, an employer sent them to the bank to make a withdrawal because they need it for their cash drawers, mm-hmm. for cha- whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. Usually yeah. most of them use armored cars, you know, Loomis coming up. Yeah. But, the smaller stores or whatever, but they know what they're looking for, uh, but they never get out of the car. So I'm saying if you get to your bank institution and you see a car sitting there with people in it, kind of look at them. And, and I would recommend this for anything, even if you're just out and about shopping anywhere, uh, going to the mall, wherever, when you park in your parking spot, look around and see who is there, who is watching you. Cause if you make contact with them and see that they see you and you mm-hmm. see them, they're less likely to make you a victim of breaking into your car or harassing or accosting right. you because, hey, you've seen who they are. You can identify them. Uh, I'm not saying that's a, a 100% certainty, but it will help. No, it's a deterrent, though. That's yes. just yeah. that simple eye contact exactly. of I saw you. Yes. So if you end up doing anything now, mm-hmm. I can probably properly ID you Correct. or yeah. give some sort of description to the officer when I come back to my car and something's exactly. wrong. Exactly. We actually got, uh, which one? I can't remember because all the last couple of cases kind of blur together for me. <laughs> but they uh, they got pictures of uh, license plates. And, mm. you know, and, and nice. oftentimes the bad guys coming from outside of Waco, bring rental cars. Um, so that's okay. happened on occasion in the past couple months. So right. then it's tracking that down. And who had that? Oh, AJ rented it, but he loaned it to Sierra, mm-hmm. who loaned it to blah, 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 who got it to blah, 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 but we don't know. That. And it's proving that it's it's it's, it's, right. it's a longer trail, rabbit hole. And but so any does that lead to like help. a conspiracy type case? Or is it... Uh, you got to... I, I kind of need to prove what... That my loaning it to her was also criminal. Yeah, right? that, okay. Yeah. It, it, it's it's a it's a lot harder to prove in that area for us, and especially when they're coming from Houston and getting IDs, and it's okay. it, unfortunately we are on a budget here, and we can't just afford to spend millions and millions of dollars traveling everywhere to follow up on everything. Uh, if it's in surrounding counties, yeah, not a problem. But mm-hmm. when you're going as far as Houston or Dallas or it's a lot harder to follow up. So we got to hopefully reach out to some other agencies that know these people or can help us out there, but they're busy as well. I mean, crime is just working their same cases. Exactly. I mean, it's, yeah. So, but we do, we really do work well with other agencies and share information because they're tired of it. We're tired of it. The citizens are tired of it Mm -hmm. and we're doing everything we can to, to ID these bad guys and keep them in jail. Right. Right. 
Okay. Any final thoughts on bank jugging before we move to trailer thefts? Uh, pay attention to your surroundings. Mm-hmm. If you see something, say something. And try not to carry large sums of cash. Lock up. Uh, well, take all your valuables out. Leave it at home. Uh, and, and don't leave your gun in your car. Right. Right. And the Wake Up Police Department is also hiring for dispatchers. If you have a need to help your community, and maybe you want to be a police officer but are a little nervous to get out on the street, being a part of our dispatch team may be for you. To apply, visit the City of Waco website. Dispatchers are a vital role to the police department as they are the true first responders to answer the call for help. We are hiring both part- and full-time positions that serve the city and the county. We can't wait to have you be a part of the Waco PD team. All right, trailer thefts. Yes. Mm. Easy to steal. Easy to steal those trailers, aren't they? Uh, yes, they are, actually. And they're, they're Would you say it's quite the haul for someone oh, who steals it? Oh, my man. gosh. We have a little bump. Hey, on your little board there, do you have a da dump dump You need to add that. <laughs> One of them <laughs> actually do somewhere. does Hold do on. Bunts. Let me think if I can find it. No. Uh, <laughs> that works, too. That works, too. That works, that works yes. too. There uh, is a button bump. I just don't know what button it is. Interesting. That, that was one. the appropriate one. I am totally digging this. <laughs> that, that works, as well. I, I like this one, too. <laughs> All right. Good job. Enough encourage fun. the jokes. Enough very fun quick, there. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Very punny. All right. So what, what has your unit seen in the increases for theft of these trailers? What, what, what are you guys seeing? Uh, yeah, so... Just over the last oh, two months or so, um, we've seen a, uh, let's say, a significant increase. You know, it's probably double what it normally is over the years. So we've seen 15 in like the past month and a half, two months, which is a little more for us mm-hmm. than usual. Uh, but we've seen one business hit twice and having three trailers taken. Um, okay. Yes. It's, it so businesses and, ma- and personal, maybe? Correct. Both. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a wide variety. So they're targeting... Uh, no specific type of trailer. They're getting uh, your cargo trailers, your flatbeds, your dump trailers, your um, lawn equipment trailers, full of lawn equipment. Um, we we had them as bold as during the day, and they're hitting during the day, evening, nighttime. But during the daylight hours at Peter Piper, a family was traveling and had a trailer hooked up to their vehicle. Uh, they went in because I believe it was the daughter's birthday. So they were doing a little birthday celebration. Mm. Peter Piper having a good time. Nice. They come out. Truck is there. Trailer's gone. That was hooked up to their truck. Wow. Yes. Bold. Very bold. Yes. Uh, but they are definitely easy to. So like a camper trailer or what was the trailer? No, I think, it was, I think it was a cargo trailer. Like they were towing something, I think, okay. or towing stuff. I, I, they have stolen. For us... I think we've had two RV trailers. I know the county just recovered one of their stolens. We have arrested some suspects, and it's just unfolding. Why Why are trailers such a target? Well, what's yeah. so exciting about a trailer? Oh, man, you can sell them easily. Mm-hmm. You can, uh, I say disguise, you can reconfigure them, repaint them, uh, change things out on them just enough to where it's hard to recognize if it's yours or not. Uh, people always need trailers. Right. I mean, whether it's to haul brush to the to the dump or move stuff or w- whatever you may want to use it for, um, and and they're very easy to get a hold of. So it's not so much they're taking the trailer, using it for some criminal plan. They're taking it and flipping it. Yeah, uh, often quick, yes, quick yeah, buck. often they are. Um, I don't think we've seen any of them really. Hey, let's help each other move, kind of thing. You know, <laughs> one bad guy helping another one. Hey, yeah, I'll get this trailer. It wouldn't surprise me. Now they might they have gotten a U-Haul and uh, reconfigured a U-Haul. Um, 
what the purpose was that. I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. We didn't get that far. Um, but I believe he's wanted or was arrested for that one. I don't remember. Right. But, but we're working on that one, too. Um, yes, yeah, so, and they're easily reconfigured, and it's so easy to steal a trailer. Most so it's... Go ahead. Is it specific to maybe one area, or is it kind of all over the city that it's no, happening? No, so I had our super awesome crime analyst. Thanks, guys, for all the work you do for us. Uh, they came up with some uh, statistics and probabilities and all that good stuff, and it is so spread around the city, it's yeah. ridiculous. Wow. And um, same time, or same with the times. It's morning, noon, afternoon, night. It's just... Just whenever. Yes, it's whenever the bad guy feels like he needs to roll out of bed and take him a trailer. Right. Is that another kind of crime of opportunity that I guess? Yes. It, it, most crimes are crimes of opportunity because nobody wants to work hard. They Hey, if I can get it easy, I'm going to take it easy. If you're going to allow this to happen, I'm going to take it. Um, so I suggest you guys park your trailers behind a locked gate as, if possible. Trailer hitch. We've seen them even with the trailer the ball hitch locks, they're still able to get those. They're harder to cut, mm-hmm. but they're able to um, use like a large hammer and, and whack it off with that. Um, I would recommend if you really love that trailer a lot, get you a tire boot. Uh, okay. Those are harder to defeat. If you use all three in combination and have like, like I have an RV camper trailer in my backyard behind a locked gate and I have a ring camera light mm-hmm. camera and if there's motion over there boom it alerts me right away so hopefully my yeah. phone doesn't go off my dog sets it off a lot and the <laughs> squirrel running along the fence sets it off yeah, that <laughs> squirrel. but at least i'm looking up oh, just the squirrel right. hey, i'd rather have the squirrel than some guy like hey i get me a new because we've had mm-hmm. just recently a camper trailer stolen just a nice wow well, too yeah yeah and even nice. if it's behind a locked gate still put those extra precautions on the trailer as yes. well and lock it up yes um get to know your neighbors if if you're at a, if you have your sh- property at your residential your trailer to residential house, know who your neighbors are. Um, I've got an awesome older lady next door to us. Uh, I left my garage door open one day inadvertently. Went to work. She called me. Said, "Hey, he left it open." I said, "Ooh," and she went and shut it for me. So I'm like, "Thank you," you know. So, nice. but uh, that that helps. Extra set of eyes. Um, but yeah, they're very easily stolen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So explain a little bit because unfortunately these crimes they're hard to solve or, or maybe not hard to find the suspect but hard to get the trailer back yes so w- when they are stealing them um and they reconfigure it they spay spray paint them uh they'll take the plates off them they'll put other license plates from others on there and people don't really look at trailers because they don't really care they don't think them of of really any value but they are they can get quite expensive and a lot of times especially like you know if you have it full of lawn equipment you're talking tens of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. And they'll take it with the equipment yes. on oh, it. Oh, definitely. Um, that's that's a home run for them. Um, but they're so easily converted, and um, it, it's really aggravating. So we, we won't see them. Um, and then if they take them, sell them to some other guy, and they're living in some other town, good luck. You know, um, hopefully all these trailers. Uh, are registered some even if they're homemade you have to have a, a vin a vehicle identification number for that trailer and hopefully it's somewhere where it's not scratched up a lot of times they'll take a grinder and grind it off and it's you don't know if that you know we'll, we can impound that trailer but now we don't know where it goes so we, pre- we can prevent the consequences of that theft but <laughs> i don't know who it belongs to to get it back to them 
So I would recommend, because I'm sure that's the next question you're going to ask, what would you do to help thwart this crime <laughs> or easily identify your trailer? I mean, if you have pictures of all your property, I would take pictures of that. Um, Leads Online is a, a tool we use uh, to identify stolen property that's been pawned or if they take it to um, like a metal scrapping yard, they report to there and we get they often take and upload photos. So if we can match these photos, if you have distinguishing marks on these trailers that cannot be easily removed, if you can stamp your VIN in another place, like most people don't know, in your vehicle, you know, that windshield, you had the VIN plate mm-hmm. right there. That's your public VIN. There are secret hidden ones all over that thing in places that I don't even know. Yeah. you got to contact the, the smart people to, mm-hmm. to find those confidential VINs. And that way we can identify the vehicle that way. Um, but if you can get another in a spot that you know where it's at and it's not easily found by the bad guy, that will help us identify the, uh, the trailer. So how does that work? Because you said something about them just slapping new plates on there. Mm-hmm. Are they like grinding off the VIN and putting a different plate on and that's how they're able to get new plates? Or are these... So, n- no, uh, they'll steal plates off if we get, okay. so that's another thing my squad gets, is uh, stolen license plates. You know, they'll take a license plate off of a similar vehicle and slap it on there. They may or may not grind down the VIN. Um, and if you see, if I see, I mean, any cop that's driving along and, and sees a truck pulling a trailer, as long as the trailer is not an unsecure load or it's not doing anything crazy, what what would draw your attention to that? Sure, not not. Not much, because you see trailers. Trailers are utility vehicles that we use for hauling stuff, moving stuff, making jokes of hauling stuff. (laughs) And uh, they get beat up, dinged up, scratched up, so you don't think twice about it. And and a lot of times the license plates are all crinkly and mangled. Yes, exactly. So, you know, I know police don't have, always have the most favorable, they're not looked on favorably a lot, but police don't want to see the bad in people either we're humans like everybody else and we don't want to just assume that every single person out there is a bad guy because they're not 99 percent of the country is super awesome you just got that one percent that just you're bad dudes Mm -hmm. so yeah dang one percent yeah it's more it's more than one percent but you know right you gotta have some jesus in your heart and believe (laughs) that people can be good Right, no. that's right. So you explained the por- uh, the importance of what a VIN is. Mm-hmm. Should people be when they put those stamps on the uh, on their trailers of the VIN numbers, should they be documenting where they did that as well? Yes. Um, so if, if you do have a homemade trailer and you go to get it registered through the DMV, they'll assign it a VIN. It has to be inspected by the uh, Auto Theft Task Force. Um, make sure that the VIN and everything's good to go. And you can get it stamped on there. And I would put another one somewhere. Usually it's, you know, the standard VIN is on the tongue of the, the trailer. But, man, if you could stick it somewhere that's not easily seen, mm-hmm. make it happen, note, it, uh, note that somewhere. And if it does get stolen, let the police know, hey, I have this secondary VIN plate right. stamp where it's at. So if it does get stopped, you know, maybe you could find that. Right, and so important to document those. How many yes. people, it, when they do report their trailer is stolen, that they don't have that information? Or any oh. things that are stolen, like oh. serial numbers yes. or anything Oh, my like gosh, that. that is so important. That's where I was kind of going with the leads online stuff. As a citizen, you can go to their website and go to report it, 
and you can upload all your valuables with serial numbers, values, all that stuff, pictures, and have that as an inventory. So if you are a victim of a burglary or a theft uh, and you make that report, you can say, hey, I've got all this stuff already. Here's the documentation, and it's got everything you need right there for the officers right. and the detectives to follow up on. Because, uh, AJ, you're, you're spot on, dude. A lot of times people do not know the serial number. I don't know the serial number of my TV or refrigerator sure. yeah no your guns uh, well i have all that stuff written down i don't know it by memory but i i know smart enough to but have it written and a lot actually of people don't. To, yeah exactly and i actually have it in uh report it with leads online okay. just for my protection in case somebody does break in yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah yeah so so important and even like you said photos of these of these items it helps you guys out Oh, without a doubt. I know uh, one of our theft detectives in our another unit, he loves it whenever um, the these like gold buyer places or jewelry stores or whatever, they take pictures of stuff and upload it because, bam, you know, we get a picture from the victim. Because a lot of them, you know, the older ladies like their, their fine jewelry yes. and have heirlooms, family heirlooms, mm. and they have pictures of it, you know. And now we can match that up, and it's like, we're golden. Now we got right. you dead to rights, bad guy. You're going to jail. <laughs> How long you'll stay there, I don't know. That's not up to me. <laughs> but we're working on that. Another podcast. Yes. Now, I think, I think too, is something maybe important to note or, or remind the public of is the process of these investigations. Yes. Because they, they aren't going to happen overnight, and I'm sure you get plenty of victims that get a little antsy, maybe upset that their property hasn't been returned to them. So what would you like to say to those people who are reporting cases? So much. Do we have like an hour and a half on I, this? No. I got as long as you want. Hey, matter of fact, so like right now as we're doing this, I haven't even signed the cases for the day to my detectives. Mm-hmm. Um, so property crimes are a dime a dozen, unfortunately. Uh, we see so many of them. I've got eight detectives and... They average uh, 3,000 cases, a little over 3,000 cases a year wow. for eight detectives to work. Hmm. So figure that math out. It doesn't sound like a lot in general when you break that up. That's a little over 300 cases per detective per year. Well, it's like one a day. Yes, but when you have multiple things you have to do per mm-hmm. case, some are easier than others. Some are already cleared by arrest by the, the patrol officers. Thank God for them doing that. But there's always follow-up to do, and we need – in order to solve the crime, we need evidence. We need witnesses, video, DNA, fingerprints. Um, and if we have the serial number to the property, it's automatically um, entered into the Texas Crime Information Center and the National Crime Information Center. So if a police officer in Pascagoula, Mississippi, happens to run across what he believes to be a stolen iPhone, he runs that serial number, oh, hey, it was reported stolen out of Waco. They'll know it. They'll confiscate it, hopefully make an arrest out there or whatever, and let us know, and then we get the property back. But that's the problem. People don't know, you know, hey, you know, or they, or if they break into a car and they stole loose change, mm-hmm. stuff like that, or a purse. Man, purses don't really have serial numbers to them. Hey, right. it's a, I don't even know. A, a red bag. Yes, exactly. Hey, it yeah. was a, a coach purse. Do they still have coach purses? Yes, I don't they know. do. Okay, do they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, I'm not a girl. I don't know all this stuff. But, uh, so that's the difficult part is, you know, we, we can exhaust leads quite rapidly without um, video is so big now. And uh, we have uh, a capability to do some facial recognition stuff. 
But even that, if the quality of the video isn't good, yeah. we can't. It, we had one where the, the bad guys, all we saw was the back of them. We can't do anything with that mm-hmm. unless it has his name on the back of his jersey or something. I don't know. Maybe but they should start doing that. Yes, <laughs> you, they need nice. to properly identify themselves <laughs> when they're committing the crime. That would be <laughs> awesome. But yeah, that that's the problem. And and unfortunately, you know, we at the police department when we're investigating these crimes, we actually have other things we have to do besides just investigating the crimes. Mm-hmm. We have training we have to go to like i've got training all day tomorrow um we've got you know stuff at the the city that we have to do that's mandatory we have vacations sick time births (laughs) you know (laughs) which this is a good thing well you guys have lives basically yes is what you're saying and and yes and it you take that into account over 300 cases and that's that's a good year yeah. So, like, our theft unit sees the most because they're theft and miscellaneous. Those guys get quite a few cases, mm-hmm. and they're shorthanded right now because the police department is shorthanded. If you don't have the the, the right amount of officers, you can't yep. do a thorough investigation. And we don't want to just like, like I don't know, like saying half ass is correct or politically correct, but my detectives put in a lot of hard work, mm-hmm. and I know the other detectives in the other units do, but I can speak specifically for the burglary auto theft unit. Mm-hmm. They don't want to just eh, kind of halfway do the. They're gonna dig it as deep as they can and do what they can to get that property back to the victim and put the bad guy in jail. Because if they do that, guess what? That lightens the patrol officer's caseload, their yeah. caseload, makes the citizens happy, makes our bosses happy, makes city hall happy. We're all mm-hmm. happy. Mm-hmm. Put the bad guys in jail. Prisoner or prison corrections guys aren't really happy because now they got more bad guys in there. But <laughs> sure, Job hey, security. we'll give them a raise too. I mean, so it's just. Man, so if you're thinking about becoming a police officer, we are hiring. Great incentives, yes. too. Oh, yeah. uh, dude, without a doubt. Um, Especially if you're already an officer and you want to transfer here. Exactly. And man, better incentives. It, it, and, this, and this is not just a Waco problem. This is a national problem. I was talking to some officers. Uh, it, it's like I was on vacation. It wasn't really a vacation. It was my kids' acro-tumbling competition, state na- or the nationals. But and anyway. you probably still got a phone call or two. Uh, oh, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but just talking to the Springfield, Illinois Police Department, I mean, they they are, I forget how many officers short, 36, yeah. and, the, and their department's smaller than ours, yeah. and it's just, it's across the nation, so um, just know that, please be patient, um, if you have problems getting a hold of your detective, uh, ask to speak to their supervisor, and I will take care of it, Absolutely. and we'll, we'll get to you. And... You mentioned the case packet, or you didn't mention the case packets, but you alluded to them. So you talked about how your detectives still get the case, even if it's cleared by arrest. Correct. It's not as simple as just getting the case. It How involved is, like, the DA packet for... Oh, man. I mean, how long does it take if someone's arrested and they already go to jail? Your detectives are still putting probably a couple hours worth of work into that, I imagine. Correct. Um, so, and it depends on how big the case is, how many patrol officers had their hand in doing a good job of putting bad guys in jail. You know, you may be the primary officer, but your backup officer might have had to help you take statements, dust for fingerprints, do whatever, and they're making a supplement report. So um, we're waiting on all these re- reports by all the officers to come in, all the evidence, videos, and everything be uploaded into our um, system, and all of the stuff processed. And then we got to put it all together in a nice package. The detective still needs to read through the reports to make sure – 
hey, all the probable causes met, all, all the information that the DA, or the district attorney is going to need to prosecute the case is put together, and he's got to put a nice big package and upload it into a system that sometimes it makes it, sometimes it doesn't, sometimes <laughs> partially does, because that's just te- technology nowadays. This stuff happens. So, um, yes, it, it can take, on a good time, normally about an hour extra work, sometimes two or three. And if there's more follow-up needs done, what if patrol officer only nabbed one of the two or three guys involved, the other one's got away? Well, then we're still investigating that part. So part of it's getting sent off for prosecution, but now we got to track down the other guys. Yeah, so So even on like the quote-unquote easiest case that your guys are going to get. Oh, yeah, you're looking to about an hour or two. Yeah. So, yeah. That's on top of the other cases that, that you actually have, have to investigate. No exactly. And, and yeah. we get a lot of those. Hey, I came home from work. My door was busted open and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, okay. You know, so. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of work. And so, yeah, that's why we ask you guys to be patient. And I think this is why it's so important to hit the nail one more time is, is why video and description of the suspect is so important because we may not be able to find your property as quickly or unfortunately ever based on what property it is but we can get the suspect yes and we'll find them sooner than the property yes i'm glad you said that because there's plenty of times where oh we, we can identify him in the video oh we know that guy because we've arrested him a million times or you may know that you know your neighbor told you it was blah 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 we we're able to prove that blah 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 broke into your house or your car or stole whatever we may find the bad guy but the bad guy's already gotten rid of the property sold to somebody on the street or whatever, da 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 da. So it's just Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so please be patient with our, our detectives and our officers. They're doing everything they can to, you know, get these bad guys in jail and, and figure out what's going on. But before we round this out, anything else about anything you want to say that we've spoke to spoke about on this episode? Or anything we didn't speak about. Oh, that's for a whole nother series. Which we started a series. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> hey, just look out for one another. That's mm-hmm. what I'd say. Uh, even if you don't know the person to your left or your right, they're a human being. Treat them like, you know, they're a human being. And look out for one another. And if you see it, say something about it, you know, report it. And uh, we're hiring. We need some help. That is for sure. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Sergeant Z. We appreciate it. Oh, I have a good name. The, instead of like the series, we can just say the series. Oh, like my Z. gosh. Yes. I think my, my trailer joke one. was better. I, okay. I do, too. Is what it is. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys joining us here on Waco PD on the Beat. I'm Sierra Shipley, the public information officer. And I'm Officer AJ Smith, the Crime Stoppers coordinator. Have a good one, Waco. Until next time. Waco PD on the beat. The heartbeat serving 